This is the EPLOG audio experience. Women and sports journalism. Rather, a woman and a 24/7 news channel dedicated to sports. A rare find. Do we still tend to box certain careers with certain genders? Hello and welcome to the Wonder Women series on Voice of Achievers with me Yashika. Our guest today is Ms. Kanthi Suresh, the founder and editor in chief for Power Sports, India's first 24/7 digital sports channel. She began her career as an anchor for DD Sports in 2008 and has over a decade of experience including covering the Olympics in Beijing, Commonwealth Games, the Asian Games etc. As a lifelong sports lover, she's made it her mission to ensure talented athletes from every sport receive the attention they deserve regardless of their gender. She uses her platform not only to highlight the accomplishments of athletes but also to bring forth the challenges faced in the sports environment of India. She's the first woman in India and probably also in the world to head a sports channel. Ms. Suresh is also the founder and CEO of Connections, a global executive search firm with offices in New York, Delhi, London and Sharjah. In 2019, Ms Suresh received an award for international excellence and was also invited by BBC as a game changer in sports. Now I'm told she's a coffee lover and so happy to have her on the show. Thank you Yashika. What's the most challenging aspect of being a woman heading a sports channel? You know both the topics that you talked about both are big challenges being a woman first and then heading a sports channel like you in your introduction just talked about it being a rarity so let me just break it down see when you talk about sports as a career that's quite a large bucket you know and within sports as a career i think being an athlete is the is the most uh, is the pinnacle of success when you talk about sport right and i'm very glad uh, to share and i'm sure all of you know that our women athletes in india have really achieved a lot of laurels on the international stage perhaps more than what men have done at the olympics we see many a times women coming back with more medals so having said all of that Uh, the challenges which uh, uh, are faced by women in the field of sport is something which is definitely different from what is faced by others in other fields primarily on account of lack of numbers you know a very uh, skewed gender representation and i can tell you about sports administration and sports journalism in particular the representation of women is so minuscule and when you have such low representation it's natural for uh, an environment of a lack of sensitivity lack of trust and a certain degree of an entitled behavior hmm. and i don't blame men for that it is a natural fallout of being in an environment where you have such few women and those are challenges for women who dare to get into jobs in fields like so i think you've got to be double yourself all the time that's one big challenge second which you also mentioned in your introduction we did not have a dedicated channel for sports till now whether it's a digital platform on the broadcast platform 
Right. So access to information itself is a huge challenge. And that's a challenge that I face because you don't have anybody willing to talk about sport and all the issues buried under the carpet. So I think these were the biggest challenges that I faced uh, in, in you know, starting a sports uh, journalism channel. When a woman is talking about uh, sport, does it really help in bringing out more stories about women in the space? Yes, there is naturally bound to be a certain degree of sensitivity because you belong to the same tribe. What is otherwise ignored by people on account of a lack of sensitivity. I, I wouldn't say being done on purpose. When you have 10 men sitting in a room, they will pick out nine issues revolving around men. Right. Okay. But when you have a woman there, she's going to pick that one issue where a woman is involved. Okay. So that's a natural fallout. When you have a woman at the helm of affairs, she, it's very difficult for her to ignore what others think are very trivial issues. But we know big an issue it can be and how much it can affect another woman. So yes, it's a, it's a natural fallout in any field. When you really think of jumping in as an entrepreneur and, you know, really coming up with a sports channel not heard of, how did you really come about this idea bearing fruit? Okay, <clears throat> plethora of reasons. I was a terrible employee. For one, I don't think any boss liked me too much. Uh, and I thought uh, being an employee was kind of not giving me that canvas to do what I wanted to do. You are operating under certain prescribed guidelines and parameters when you are an employee. And when you have a creative mind and you look for a larger platform, that becomes very kind of, you know, a constraint for you. So that was, I think, one of the biggest reasons why I decided to move out of the employment mode and get into an entrepreneurial now, having decided to get into the entrepreneurial mode, the thing was, what do I do? Mm. And I was very clear, I wanted to do something which had not been done before. So the idea of entrepreneurship is do something new, which has not been done before. It's about ideating, it's about envisioning and visualizing. So since I had the experience of uh, being in the sports domain and anchoring all these uh, very, very important programs, I realized that there was a lot that happened behind the scenes which I was privy to, yeah. right? And uh, and it was no secret for me to realize that this is not being talked about outside. And because there is no channel which is talking about it, there's no platform that, it was only print media that if they brought out a story, then you heard about it. Right? Mm. So I thought this was a huge uh, gap that existed in the ecosystem of sport. Talk to us about the challenges, if you must, in terms of gathering a tribe and putting together a team to really take your vision forward. Big challenge, big challenge. Uh, I mean, uh, it's all stemming down from the fact that in the sports uh, administration or the sports field, uh, off off the track, right? You know, okay, when you're talking about a women athlete, okay, she's competing with other women there in the race, right? To that extent, it's women against another woman. Having said that, I'm sure she's got too many other difficult uh, challenges to face, but when she's there in the midst of competition, just competing against another woman on the field, right? You never have a race where you have men and women competing together. Mm. You take any sport, take any sport. You always have a women's and then you have a men's. But when you go at the back end, when you're talking about sports entrepreneurship or, uh, you know, sports media or sports journalism, you are one single woman out there who has to deal with men and only men. Like I said, the representation is so pathetic. So similarly, when you're trying to put a team together, you're putting a team of only men. Huh. 
uh, I was the single woman out there uh, in the entire organization and I had to deal with um, all these men. One, convince them about the vision that I had uh, about the, the channel and the way I wanted to take it. Well, not many take us for it. Let me be very honest. Yeah. Not many take us for it. A lot of sugar and honey talk, but uh, very few people willing to take that risk, leave their job, and go with my vision as a woman in the field of sport. True. Very few, right? Yeah. So ultimately, I realized I had to do things on my own. Do you see that changing with time? Of course, this is ये हम कुछ साल पहले की बात कर रहे हैं. Now that uh, you know the equation is sort of getting better. Do you see that changing, or there's still a long uh, way to go? <clears throat> I think there is still a long way to go, and I'm not just talking from the sport uh, sports scenarios perspective. If you want to see a change here, you've got to see an overall change when it comes to the to women manning positions of leadership. How many CEOs and how many uh, women on the board do you still have in India? Gee, right? Okay, right. it is changing. There's no doubt about it. It's changing, but uh, there is a long way to go. Yeah. So we still need many more of them to bring that degree of sensitivity within the entire uh, ecosystem. Yeah. I would say that uh, uh, it's not changing. It's definitely changing. I mean, if you're good. uh and there comes a point where uh, the gender discrimination gets blurred mm. but you've got to be that good right to to have that blurring effect right the difference is if you're a man you really don't have to go to that extent to blur the difference yeah. right you're starting you have a head start <laughs> but for us we've really got to go there and then i think beyond the point uh it becomes a fair competition but the journey to get there that's the difficult part is it also difficult to manage it, what we call the work life balance so to say well uh, see uh, as an entrepreneur uh, i don't think the work life balance revolves around your gender whether you're a man or whether you're a woman entrepreneurship is a very time consuming process and i'm not talking about Uh, the physical time spent in your office you're mm-hmm. beyond that when you when you are the owner uh, of your organization it's about the mental yeah uh, mentally you're always working yeah. right uh, and it's nothing to do with your gender you are there being a woman um, you do have more responsibilities uh, you know just on account of just being born a woman you do have more responsibilities which you cannot afford to postpone Gee. maybe as a man you can just postpone uh, a certain thing but you can't postpone feeding uh, your child yeah. i mean that's that's priority so when you clap that all yeah it becomes uh, mentally more taxing for a woman entrepreneur no doubt about and, that and not just being the sports field anything right in fact uh, you know come to think of it when you when you're looking at a 24/7 sports channel uh and you know you very rightly spoke about the mental challenges when it comes to being you know having that switch on continuously and a 24/7 sports channel how do you really switch off you know i wish i could answer you <laughs> i'm still trying to <laughs> i'm still trying to master the art of switching off and i i i must confess i have not yet mastered that art mm. it's very very difficult to switch off 
for one is media itself as a profession as a line is very taxing every media is 24 by 7 media doesn't stop right, right. people and particularly with digital being a platform people are happy to watch stuff even at 3 a.m right it doesn't make a difference for them it's a, digital is something has to be available all the time to anybody on their mobile devices hmm. so media itself is challenging entrepreneurship is again very challenging switching off becomes the biggest challenge uh, when you plug these two things together hmm. right so i like i said i'm still mastering the art and once i master that art i think i can be a better entrepreneur <laughs> <laughs> would you consider being a as an entrepreneur and just because we spoke about this switching off bit do you consider it important to be part of a community of a tribe where uh, entrepreneurs professionals can sort of learn from each other I think yes though it is in itself very very difficult to make happen on a regular basis because you see entrepreneurship cannot work or cannot do anything on defined timelines right you know is even if you have let's say a community where you need to reach out to you need to make an effort to meet to talk yeah. to connect and uh, find a common ground now that itself is a challenge uh, in entrepreneurship I have not been able to really do that, and I don't know how many entrepreneurs have been successfully doing it. It sounds like a fantastic idea because at least you realize that you're not the only one who's facing all these, you know, challenges in the mind. Right. Uh, and it doesn't matter. Every entrepreneur goes through these ups and downs. It's a good feeling to know that everybody is in the same situation, and there would be many inspirational stories coming out there, which you know, even an entrepreneur. needs to be inspired to yeah. keep doing better and better sure you know when when young people are and of course we are in that space and time where startups entrepreneurship are all getting a boost by the government that's how the environment is what is it that young people stepping into the media space need to be prepared for from a skill point of view and mentally uh see uh, media is something you may do all your courses and you may get your academic uh, degrees you may do great courses in journalism but when you actually come out and start practicing it um, it's a whole different ball game i think a certain skills that i have realized is very very important in the field of media is your creative skills and your analytical skills okay i really don't know how much of that is taught uh in the curriculum at least when i did it i don't remember <laughs> having yeah. been taught something uh, very structured but uh, see media is a, a very subjective kind of a field unlike engineering and unlike medicine where the parameters of measurement of your performance are very clear hmm. you're developing a software product or or in in your medical field you're doing something very clear in media you like me and then she hates me and then somebody else thinks i'm useless and somebody thinks i'm fantastic it's very very subjective yeah. yeah right so your two skills that will help you always is your creativity in your ideas how creative you are in anything that you do whether you're talking whether you're writing whether it's you're just breaking news or whether you are in a debate or whether you're interviewing your creative and how you analyze a situation you see in media Uh, and i'm not talking about acting here i'm talking about news and journalism because media again i said in in media it's analysis news is available mm. to everybody 
<laughs> with the Googles of the world, it, it takes 10 seconds for you to get me. Right? Yeah. Your analytical skills will take you places. How you're seeing through that particular news that has happened, right? And how you can analyze and break it down makes gives you the cutting edge uh, from just reading out the news that's already occurred. How do you uh, consider young people develop these? I think your R&D, your research skills and your, uh, you need to have a flair and interest for just building up your knowledge base and information. Okay. Let me tell you, it's very intellectual. There's nothing glamorous about media <laughs> to think. <laughs> nothing glamorous at all. What you see on screen is, is just a facade of uh, glamour. You know, let's say you see a very nicely dressed media and it's just one facade of yes what was behind is a lot of intellect a lot of research work a lot of hard work the more information you have the better you are equipped to analyze it and uh, break it down to the viewer and make it you know absolutely credible and uh, realistic yes so your r d skills along with your creative skills and analytical skills i think these are your r d skills are very because you spoke about subjectivity, it's a very lovely uh, aspect that you've brought out. How much of you or your subjective opinions get translated into how you start reporting or sharing news? It's such a fine line that you say define kis se kare. I think um, the bottom line is stick to the truth. You know, what happens in, in the field of media, sometimes you do indulge in entitled behavior, right? When you have the ability to speak and uh, you think uh, your platform is going to reach out to so many people, you stop to ask yourself whether you're delivering credible news and information or not. You start giving your personalized opinions, right. which may not be the truth, right? right? that is satisfying your personal ego, right? That I'm here, I'm entitled to say what I want and call anybody, anything, and I can get away with it. That's where people start going wrong. Hmm. You got to realize your, if you want to sustain and ultimately in media, at the end of the day, somewhere down the line, the credibility developed around you takes you forward. You may not hmm. even realize it, but that's what ultimately at the end of the day takes you forward. Right. So if you can stick to that and realize it's not about my style and my ego and my entitlement, it's about ensuring I maintain a certain credibility in whatever I'm speaking. You stick to that, you grow. How does one realize that this is how, because you've spoken of growth, uh, when does an entrepreneur realize that I'm growing or How? What's the benchmark? <laughs> See. You know, again, that's very subjective. That's very individual. Yeah. It's very personalized, you know. See, um, for different people, it's different. I mean, some people measure it by one parameter, how much money you've made or how much fame you've got or how much recognition you're getting or what is the award uh, that's come to you and stuff like that. For And like I said, it's very subjective. For me, it's the journey. Mm. Okay. How much have I been able to stick my beliefs, my attitude, my self-respect, my dignity, my integrity, 
how much have i ensured that i do not compromise on all these things mm. in the journey huh. to the achievement of what i want my goal right mm. eat money eat fame eat name eat award eat anything See, let's face it everybody wants to grow financially everybody wants name everybody wants fame what's wrong in that yeah, nothing right. wrong in it but uh, when you go there and then you look back and say that i had to compromise so much to get this that's not a good feeling for me yeah that's an outward perception of your success but that's not giving you an internal bliss it's a very lovely aspect that you bring up and it's always like a challenge you don't want to compromise on the values the integrity and all of that it's such a constant battle how do you on that journey how do you really ensure ki you're on that right path balancing the two so the key here is the key here is if you're looking for instant gratification and let me tell you 95% in the media space are tempted to have instant gratification immediate name immediate somewhere down the line you've got to ask yourself whether the journey has been as per what you always wanted the key here is to be patient don't look for your overnight name fame money in the media space yeah. right the minute you refrain from that um, you know that desire and temptation and say look let me concentrate on my journey the rest will fall in place and when it falls in place it will be more robust hmm. and more sustainable right the minute you you ought to suggest in your mind that that's the way then you can hang on as an a, a country that is so crazy about sport and sport is actually synonymous more or less with cricket we call india an abc country how much of it has changed and what do you think about it let's understand and accept certain uh, you know uh, truths of life in sport sport is not watched from uh, or played from a philanthropic mindset sport is competition yeah competition is about winning hmm. right it's about being on the podium and getting a medal yeah now why is cricket so much part of everybody's dna in india primarily because india wins <laughs> okay it may be 12 or 14 countries which are test playing nations of the world but the fact is india wins right india has won the world cup india has done well in cricket and in sport you need victory right if football if indian football also played in the world cup and did well in the world cup and was a winning world cup team even football would be revered in india like the way it is revered in the rest of the world right right so there is a reason behind uh, cricket being Beautiful. in the dna of every indian and i really hope that changes is a long way to go but then we're very happy to see other sports doing well particularly in uh, uh, events like the olympics which is i think the biggest of all the events yes and that has really changed things but uh, for a sport to get into the dna of every citizen of the country you need to win for your country does media really play a part to for a particular sport to be highlighted vis-a-vis the other not if it's not a winning team <laughs> ultimately boils okay. down to victory no ultimately you see you know in sport it's very clear it's not uh, there is no confusion if you are a winning team right no media can dissuade or bring down that sport Right. right and even the converse is true 
if you are not at the podium nobody remembers who missed the podium by a whisker it's not available on any table in your olympic history or any you only remember who got the medal right right so and if you've got the medal media will only amplify it yeah but uh, media can't do anything to the sport if it's not winning on its own talking of winning tell us what achievement means to you like i said it's the journey <laughs> you know achievement is when you are very happy about the path that you have chosen to achieve your ultimate goal which can be name fame money recognition contribution to society it can be a host of many factors you know i don't think uh, success or achievement can only revolve around one parameter it is a host of things but like i said if uh, for me i would be in a state of bliss if, if i look back and feel that the entire process of achieving whatever i have achieved is in sync with what i believe and my value system that i have in place my boundaries my standards that i have set for myself so it's very very individual any one or two career prospects futuristic career prospects in the media space for young people see uh sports uh, is definitely going to grow right it, 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 and um, it, it's going to grow across different uh, sports i mean like i cricket is a dominant sport but we're going to have a mushrooming of lot of private leagues coming up across different sports as well. so then uh, that opens up the opportunities for people specializing in sports but i must admit uh, it's still um, very limited options uh, in india at the moment for people specializing in sports right or or getting the degree exclusively in sport they do not have too many options at the moment but i see that changing over a period of time we need more sports broadcasters we need more private leagues right we need more corporate sector coming and funding different sports right. uh, we need more uh, infrastructure we need good sports administration right so all of that put together and sure since now people are having a voice and talking about issues it's only going to get better well it's only going to get better and when women like you at the helm of it can't get better than this thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us and uh, spending this time thank you for being on the show pleasure having you thanks yashika pleasure being there thank you thanks for tuning in feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section do rate us on apple podcasts If you like the episode subscribe or hit follow Voice of Achievers on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Hubhopper Spotify Jio Seven Gana or wherever you get your podcasts from send us an email on editor@voiceofachievers.com or find us on voiceofachievers.com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover don't forget to tune in next week again voice of achievers on epilog media